Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. So I'm coming to you today from Hilton Head Island, the scene of 64 degrees and uh, white caps on the water. And and uh, man, God is alive and well here in Hilton Head and where you're at too. But uh, it's just a real pretty day. I woke up, was able to get a few miles in. Debbie and I are out here at uh, uh, our church and Stephanie's coming to us uh, live from uh, Warsaw, Indiana. So Stephanie, catch us up. What's going on? Uh, good morning, Doug. Um, what's going on? Let's see. We are buried in snow, and it is cold here. I, I am not a cold weather person. Um, if you give me the choice, I will always go for warmer climates. I love sweaters. That's the only upside yeah. to winter. Um, but we are we seriously have a ton of snow here. So, um, you know, I don't prefer the cold, but I think it, I'm going to be glad come spring that we had that we've had this cold snap. So wow! So what's going on with Thorlene? Catch us up on that. You had to go there, didn't you? Yeah. So Thor if you if you awesome. haven't picked up on my sarcasm there, Thor was uh, indeed gelded or whatever they call that among dogs, uh, spayed. Neutered, I think. Neutered. Uh, yeah. And so I've been calling him Thorlene, a transsexual dog, but uh, that hasn't been. Oh, please. But anyway, Thor's doing well. We just want to report to you that uh, Emmy tells me Thor is doing well. Thor's in a good mood. The weather has been terrible. This is terrible weather. And uh, so uh, I don't know where you guys are at. If you're listening in Texas, it's our sincere prayer. This might get to you a week from now after you get better. But we're still hearing that there's millions of people, Stephanie, in the uh, energy capital of the world. There's millions of people without energy right now. And so please yeah. know you have our prayers. We're really bummed out about that. Um, and uh, I just can't believe you without electricity. And we're, we'll just keep on praying that very soon you get warmed up, you get heat, things of that nature. I'm trying to think. We had a great meeting, Stephanie, on this end this morning. Debbie and I were able to attend a meeting with the local sheriff's department here, one of the offices, and they allowed us to sit in and tell us about what they deal with with PTSD. And I love their community involvement and the connection with the community and how they care about folks. It it was just a great blessing to me uh, to be part of that. And those of you who are police officers and first responders and uh, all of you in those types of things where you're helping people get by, we just want to thank you. Uh, I was encouraged this morning by those first responders. And at Christmas, I I believe Stephanie brought gifts like cookies and certificates. Goodie and, bags, yep. Uh, she brought goodie bags over to her police department. So uh, I think that's always good that when we can support our police. So so mm-hmm. I think, you know, here we are. We've, we've made it to Psalm 68. We're on the second half of that bad boy now. And... Uh, so much going on, Stephanie, so much going on in the book of Psalms. We've talked about a common thread, and we've seen particularly in those last three Psalms, uh, we've seen praise, we've, we've seen uh, you know, a proclamation of who God is, we've, 
we've we talked about turning up our praise and worship for God, worshiping God. Uh, we've talked about preparing. We've talked about those different things, and yet we continue on here in Psalm 68. But it would be remiss of me to go any further. There's a segment that we do on every podcast now, and do you remember that segment, Stephanie? I do. I have a vague, recollect, vague recollection. Um, something. It's something about knuckleheads, right? The, the Norton knucklehead moment. Yeah. So today's my turn, I think. I, I don't think it is, but I think it is. We decided at the beginning it was going to be my turn. So here's my knuckleheaded moment. We're not going to harp on this too long. We're not going to take a lot of time on this. But not if you might be a knucklehead if you park and take up two parking spots at a Walmart, at a bank, at a subway, wherever you're at, if you take away two parking spots when you park, you might be a knucklehead. That's all I want to say. And think about that. People, listen, if you're that worried about your car, you should have got a different car. Stop taking up two parking spots. That's unless, not unless right. Unless you're driving a 15-passenger van. Sometimes yeah. you might need to be a knucklehead because yeah. it's hard to pull in. See, yeah, you ever notice how there's a confrontational thing that no matter where <laughs> we go, the other person sticks up? It doesn't happen with me. I, I usually stick up for her knuckleheaded uh <laughs> Her, her not knuckleheaded choices for the day. But uh, I, I will give her, her van is big. Uh, I mean, you that could. like driving a tank. I, I do. You have to say, I do do my best to park in one parking spot. It's as big as a troop carrier during World War II. I'll just tell you that. They'd put a whole platoon in that uh, van she has during World War II. That would be a Bradley uh, fight-in vehicle or a carrier there, armored personnel carrier. Uh, it will fit everybody, man. I mean, it's the same exactly. size. So you could hop in. I don't know what they do in the Army today because you have some pretty tight quarters sometimes. And those Navy guys, you know, they they sleep within like 18 inches of each other in these bunk beds. You know, i got to be up front with that. It always kind of freaks me out that there's another human being uh, 18 inches above me and then another human being 18 inches above them or something. That's kind of freaky. And some of those sailors are kind of fat. You can't even roll on your side if you're like that. I mean, you just, you'd be, uh, anyway, we just want to, we just want to keep going. And we're not picking on sailors. Uh, That's right. We're really not. We, we love you guys. Keep on serving us. And, and if you're listening to us out at sea, give us a shout sometimes. We've had one shout from a nuclear submarine when the guy got back. He had told us that they, I guess they come up at certain times and can download messages and and uh, he had come up and downloaded a week's worth of podcasts and listened to us. So I was encouraged Aww. by that. So here we are in Psalm 68. Things are going well in the Carragher household and in the Westgold household. Steph, uh, Steffi and Emmy, uh, I got to talk to them last night, especially Emmy. And uh, Emmy's starting to play piano with Stephanie. And so we got to hear Emmy playing piano. She might have been a little bit off key, but you know, Emmy's four years old. And... Uh, she smiles. She, she gives she's you. She's confident, a, even if she's playing a little off. She's very confident, and she looks like she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm pretty certain she does. You know, <laughs> and she always eats an apple when I talk to her, and she shows me how her hair's doing. So I'm happy about that. And last night she turned right around and showed me the back of her hair, and even with a ponytail, uh, your girls are growing. That's all I can say. And uh, yeah. so, so here we are. Okay, I know you want to add something there. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. You're I cool? didn't. We're ready to go. Okay. So we're at Psalm 68, verse number 19. Blessed be the Lord. Boy, I'm telling you, if you can say that, folks, and mean that, you're cool. Who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. He that is our God is the God of salvation, and unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. But God shall wound the head of the enemies, and the hairy scalp of such, and one as goeth on stolen his trespasses. The Lord said, I will bring again Bashan. I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea, that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies, in the tongue of the dogs the same. They have seen thy goings, O God, even the goings of my God, my King, in the sanctuary. The singers went before, the players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels, damsels playing with timbrels. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is a little Benjamin with their ruler, the princes of Judah in the consul, the princes of Zebulon and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God have commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which with thou hast wrought us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of bulls, with the calves of people, till every one submit himself with pieces of silver. Scatter thou the people that delight in war. Princes shall come out of Egypt, Ethiopia, shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, ye kings, ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord, Selah. To him that rideth upon the heaven of the heavens, which were of old, lo, he doth send out his voice, and that a mighty voice. Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O God, thou art terrible out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that giveth strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. There's a lot going on here, Stephanie, a lot being said. I like the way it ends, uh, that idea that the God of Israel is he that giveth us strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. What do you think as we went through that psalm? What came to your mind? Well, I love the that verse 19 um, is beautiful. My dad actually wrote a scripture song for that, for that verse when I was a little kid. So we grew up singing this verse often. Go ahead and sing and, it. Sing, um, it. sing it right now. What? Go okay. ahead and sing it right now. Okay. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits. Even the God of our salvation Blessed be the Lord. Amen. So you can finish telling us about that psalm and what it's done for you there. So it's, it's, I love that my dad um, made that verse a part of us because, you know, it's easy. It's easy to get bogged down with all of the daily, either the grind or the daily problems. Um, and each person has their own daily problems that they deal with, whether it's 
um, just their job, whether it's um, a person that that they view as a problem in their life or whatever, um, we all have those things, those negatives we could focus on each and every day. And that list grows for someone who has PTSD. Yeah. As Satan, to use all of those different, whatever um, trial or trauma that has come into your life, Satan will seek to use that to get your mind focused on the fear, the anxiety, the um, flashbacks, the nightmares, whatever. And um, I've experienced that. That's that's very much the, the case. And in verse 19, we're challenged by David, who struggled with all of those same things, with the concept of, of meditating and blessing God, of meditating on him who has daily loaded us with benefits. In other words, every single day, the Lord showers his blessings on us. Every single day, he gives us more blessings than we deserve. And in this country, um, especially, we are extra blessed. Yes. And um, yeah, I love how he ends that with even the God of our salvation. This verse is a verse that totally extols and honors and glorifies the Lord. The, the pinnacle of it being that he is the God of our salvation. And that is the greatest daily benefit the Lord gives us that each and every day we have that blessed hope that when you have accepted Jesus Christ as your savior, you're his child. And what greater blessing can there be than to know that heaven is your home and that every single day you can have that joy that comes from knowing Jesus. And so that verse 19, um, I don't know, it's, it's a beautiful verse that makes you smile. And it, and it goes into verse 20 there where David says, he that is our God is the God of salvation and unto God, the Lord belong the issues from death. In other words, God's in control. He's our God of our salvation. He controls our death, our time of our death. He controls how we'll die. He He's in control. Yeah. And th that may not always, obviously is not something pleasant. Um, but David is saying, I can praise him because he's in control. I can praise him because he's the God of my salvation and he's extolling him there. And it just, it's a beautiful thing. No, it is. And I, 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 and I like that you brought that into 20. And, and uh, so God knows the before and the after times of our habitation, as we talk about often on this show. And so God picks those times. We don't have to worry about that. Imagine having to choose those types of things in life, knowing when you were going to die. I'm so glad God set it up the way he did. And, uh, but God shall wound the head of his enemies and one hairy scalp of such an one as goeth still in his trespasses. Talking about these commanders and their hairy scalps and how the commanders used to, you know, the people used to cut their hair differently if they were in command and, and things of that in each other. It, it signifies a virile enemy warrior who trusted in the youth and strength is what I think of and what I see there. They trust and I've, I'm real hairy. You know, hair is a sign of you're young, you're virile. Some people go bald, you know. And uh, someone told me, you know, he had a, uh, we were at a conference the other day and he told me that he, he, he didn't, his dad told him he didn't have a forehead, he had a five head. And uh, because he was going bald and his hair was moving up and I said, dear brother, you got a seven head there, brother. I'm a five head. You're at least a seven, maybe an eight. But uh, in in this respect, and as we, so Stephanie's so sad. Well, he he might have had an eight head. That's how high his. Uh, but that's okay. 
You know, I get more hair growing. My hair grows faster out of my ears than it does in my head now. But I, that's just things that happen in life. But as we look on, but God shall wound the head of the enemies and those those virile enemies, those strong enemies. It, it's just, you know what that verse is doing? It's telling us that no one's too strong for God and that God can handle this stuff. The Lord said, I will bring again Bashan. I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea. And then we come to this really tough verse, Stephanie, in 23, that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies and the tongue of the dogs in the same. You've reached total humiliation when people are dipping the feet into your blood. You've been wiped out. You want to talk about a total defeat, a total thing. When dogs are licking up blood, you've lost, man. You're in a bad spot. And then it goes on in 24 and says, They have seen thy goings, O God. Uh, something happened here with the lights. Just give me a sec. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, Even the goings on of my God, my King, in the sanctuary. Uh, the singers wept before. The players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels playing with the tim timbrels. And you know what timbrels are, don't you, Stephanie? Oh, yeah. Those are fun. You got any timbrels? We did growing up. I don't have any personally now, and that is not an instrument I would bring into my home because the noise level would go exceedingly up. So why don't you tell the brethren here who've never had a timbrel what a timbrel is? So it's a Jewish instrument. Um, I think that's the main culture that would use it. Um, and it would be, it has little bell, a kind of a bell principle, little bells on a, if they're round, um, boy, I'm picturing it in my head, describing it can be a lot. And there's like a leather surface that you would use your hand. I think it would fall under a percussion instrument is my guess. Yeah. Uh, and they make a lot of noise. I've seen them in churches. I've seen people play them. Uh, yeah. It's not, don't think of a handbell choir type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's a bell hooked no. to this leather covered piece of wood it seems like it's round yeah yep. it's like a round piece of wood that has leather stretched over it and then on the edges of it it'd be about maybe two and a half three inches wide around the edges and there's little these little um flat metal disc almost kind of things um that are layered and when you pound on that leather it creates um yeah, you what, know, what am I thinking rhythm. of when the, those things you shake today? They're kind of like them. What am I thinking yeah, of? Marambas. Yeah, maramba kind of thing. And and uh, some of you may still be messed up. We're sorry about that. But you get Look an idea of where we're Google going. Google it. What's a timbrel? And you'll get a picture. You'll get a I'm picture. Sure. Maybe we can put one on the page if we remember. Bless <laughs> ye God in the congregations, even the Lord from the fountain of Israel. And we're always remembered the fountain of God from Israel. The blood comes from Israel. Um, there is little Benjamin with their ruler, the princess, the princes of Judah in their consul and the princes of Zebulon and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God hath commanded thy strength, strengthen, O God, that which was wrought for us. And the strength comes from God. Where, you know, I like that David's going to God and saying, strengthen these things. We need these things. He already talks about this overwhelming defeat because I mean dogs are licking up blood the dog, you know this guy's foot is dipped into blood you know have you ever read any biographies from World War One and stuff that was probably the bloodiest the last of the blood wars but I was reading a biography for a guy I think his name was Elf that's the only reason I remember that when I was in school 
it was part of American literature. And at that time, this guy was still alive. He was a World War I veteran. But he talked about being in the trenches in France and having blood up to his ankles of the enemy as they were charged in their blood. And uh, I never forgot that. So when I looked at that verse, I was thinking of that. Then we get down to verse number 28, where uh, God receives this tribute here, I think, from David. It says, Thy God have commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Strengthen it. We talked about God strengthening us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. And I want you to know that even the current Senate and Congress voted overwhelmingly to leave uh, to leave the embassy in Jerusalem. I don't know if you saw that yesterday. So I'm pretty excited. One good thing our country did, rebuked the company of, uh, of spearmen, the multitude of the bulls, with the calves of the people till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver. Scatter the people that delight in war. Now that's a great thing. Why do we want to scatter the people, you think, Stephanie, that delight in war? Well, it makes me that that prayer of David makes me think of so many other references. I mean, we've come across them many times already in Psalms where David talks about God hating the workers of iniquity, that his soul hates those who love violence. And um, we know, we know based on who God is, um, God is not a God who delights in death. God is not a God who delights in the terror of war. Satan thrives on that. And, we and, want, so, and why do we want them scattered, though? What? Because um, <laughs> the more people that delight in war that are together, the higher the chances there's going to be trouble. The yeah. higher the people that delight, you know, it's like don't hang around with knuckleheads. Yeah, there you go right there. You'll one. You might end Same up on a knucklehead them. moment. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> you could end up on a knuckleheaded moment right there because of that. And that's exactly right. And then princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out of their hands unto God. Sing unto God, ye kingdoms of earth. Oh, sing praises unto the Lord, Selah. And I want you to know, I just want to point out to you in Liberty right there, it doesn't say if you have a nice voice. It says, sing unto God, ye kingdoms of the earth. Have you your, noticed your that? Your point is well taken. Okay. I just wanted to, just in case you or Liberty may come across that. To him that rideth upon the heavens of heavens, which were of old, lo, he doth send out the voice and that a mighty voice. So I'm just going to finish these verses. Then we'll talk about them as we move along here. Ascribe ye strength unto God, that excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O God, thou art terrible. And God can be terrible. Uh, he can be very terrible with his judgment and the way he handles things. Out of thy holy places, the God of Israel is he that giveth the strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Wow. Where does strength come from? Well, um, I think Paul summed that up when he, when the Lord told him, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. We of ourselves are weak. We have absolutely nothing to offer God or anyone. Right. Strength we have that's real strength is a gift from the Lord. It's one of those daily benefits. Yeah, that's for sure. And uh, no, I appreciate you pointing that out. And I, and I think, you know, I think as we get to the practicality of this is, is what we find here is we're still going on with praise. We're still worshiping. 
But we're getting to this point in this particular psalm where he's saying, you know, God, we need you. We need you to go ahead of us. We we need you to defeat the enemy. We need to see these times where the dogs are licking the blood and, and where our feet are wet in blood. And uh, we know that what you do is terrible to the enemy, but you're the God of Israel. And I looked up that term one time, the God of Israel, and using that term in this psalm I looked at the other night, and it's like us saying, you're the God of Stephanie. You're the God of Doug. You know, it's like us uh, just personalizing him. It's too bad we can't say he's the God of the United States. But you know, friends, on a practical side, you should be able to say he's the God of whatever your family is, whatever your family name is, your familiar name, uh, whether you be the, from the West Coast, West Coast uh, from Warsaw, Indiana, or the Williams, Stephanie's uh, uh, patriarchal and uh, family there in town, and, and uh, we're going to serve God. And so I think we need to be singing those praises. I think we need to know who the enemy is and, and, uh, and trust in, the God to, uh, in God to defeat the enemy. And uh, I, I like that the women are sitting back. Remember at the beginning of the psalm, they were talking about the women enjoying the spoils and doing those things. And then at the end of the psalm, what we read today, they're talking about playing the timbrels. And uh, man, we need to get a timbrel. We should probably and, give it. We should probably give a timbrel to Emmy. She would probably be a good timbrel player. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. I was just like, yeah. oh no, I know what Emmy's getting for, for her <laughs> Emmy, next birthday. Emmy might be getting a timbrel. She's ready to play a timbrel, and uh, so from a practical standpoint, and she loves to dance too. She'll be she'll be the modern day Mir Miriam. <sighs> Let me tell you what, man. And I, I taught her a little bit of uh, uh, dance, not the. <laughs> What, what's wrong with you? I taught her some ballet. Taught her a little bit of karate. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't think it's that funny. I mean, it was good. I she was she was somebody that learned very quickly. Uh, oh, Emmy! Emmy could take somebody out if she really wanted to. Yeah, man. I had her sidekick in, and I, I had her doing pirouettes and and different things like that with ballet. That's a uh, that's one shop little girl right there. But uh, ascribe ye strength unto God. So, folks, as we get ready for Stephanie to sing a verse of a song, uh, you know, give your strength to God. You know, and in our weakness, we got to remember we always go back to God's strength all the time, and that's where we need to be. But we got to remember that hooks to our weakness. When we're weak, we get to see God's greatest strength in those areas we're weak. And and what area are you the weakest, Stephanie? I don't think that that could be specified. It's more like in what areas are you the weakest? Yeah, it's probably the same for me. It well, what a running list. Yeah. So, what song do you have for us today? Well, Doug, that that is a very good question. I have been I've been leaning towards um, a song that's just a chorus. Actually, it's not a full hymn. Okay. But as we were reading about how David ascribed so much praise to the Lord, this is what came to mind. So I'll just sing it through twice. All right. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead, and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.